How long, O Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will thank you in the great congregation. In the mighty throng, I will praise you. Psalm 35, verses 17 and 18. This, uh, this, this kind of thinking actually repeats itself throughout the Psalms. Um, but uh, the, the way I responded to it actually was out of personal experience. And I just want to read this. Sometimes desperation brings the language of the Spirit of God to life in our hearts. The dormant seed is within us. But that seed will not sprout unless we overcome our resistance to say, Come, Holy Spirit, come. And then God's Word, the Bible, can become the book, not a book. I made a quip one time when uh, I was in a bad situation, and I actually heard, not, not in words, but in the desire of my heart, go buy a Bible. And I came up with, I, I, why would I buy a Bible? I'm in the book business, but I'm not in the Bible business. And I really had no idea what God was leading me to, which is actually to today in this conversation and a love of scripture because my heart did open up to the language of the Spirit of God within the Bible, but it takes experience, it takes teaching, it takes uh, patience, it takes um, everyday engagement. And these are not necessarily e uh, easy in today's world where there's so many distractions that keep us away from the truth of the Word of God. Yeah. And it flows naturally from the psalmist. So uh, the psalmist, this is one of those uh, complaint psalms, says, uh, how long, O Lord, will you look on? He feels he's not being seen. Rescue me from their destruction. Uh, his situation around him is one that's very difficult. And then he immediately moves to praise. He says, I will thank you in the great congregation. In the mighty throng, I will praise you. Uh, he uh, projects forward to what his intention is, is that uh, these circumstances are not greater than God. And so he can call upon God in praise and he will look to him in the future in that praise. This has come through years of testing the faithfulness of God and seeing it come into fruition in, in his life. And so there's an expression there of expectancy that's been based on the consistency of God in the past. This is uh, clearly kind of mirrors uh, David's own life. David's a righteous man is a man of God's own heart. God has chosen, chosen him to become who he becomes, uh, partly for that reason. Uh, God sees in him. Uh, and yet, even David faces all these trials and tribulations with Saul and with many other things, uh, real uh, being chased down. Uh, but that other psalm I mentioned the other day, Psalm 50, 15, of call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you and you will honor me. Look at what he's saying. He was saying, I will thank you in the great congregation. I will become your voice, I will, uh, your voice to the people. I will fulfill your, your view of who, you, your, your purpose for me in life. In other words, uh, that saving part, delivering part, is uh, something that 
leads to our wanting to fulfill God's purpose for us. And it's a long view of life. I think the photograph you have here is perfect for that description. It's a long road looking down. um, It comes, as you said earlier, it's a slow process. It's waiting on God. Um, It's what Eugene Peterson uh, refers to as a long obedience in the same direction. (laughs) I love it. And when we're living into that long obedience in the same direction, we get to the end of our road and we look back and we go, ah, God did have a perfect plan and a mapped out way for me to arrive at this spot. 